two of my kids work in the tech industry. My youngest daughter said to me, you know that the AI will eventually eliminate that job. And I said, no, that's the wrong perspective. That's not actually what will happen. The mechanics of it, perhaps, yes, but the role of the humanity side of things will not. There's still a need for human connection. And probably saying that right now, coming off of three years of people being on Zoom and doing all that and now back in person again, is probably resonates with more people now than it ever did. That was David Jones, who split his career between working in the industry at hotel companies such as Marriott and Shangri-La and academia as a professor of hospitality management at leading universities. Welcome to Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie. Today, David coaches others, and in this episode, he's going to share a little bit about how we should think about artificial intelligence. Here's David. I love technology, but boy, it's sure nice to have some face-to-face contact once in a while. I think no matter what you do, if you make the job, the routine elements of the job, more technology-focused and more driven by that aspect of it, the more time and the more commitment you have to make to the personalization, the human elements of that. Because technology can go a long way, but it doesn't answer every question. As anybody working with chat GPT will tell you today, and I've tried it on a few different things, it, it doesn't it doesn't really give you the personalization. It gives you a very good, solid answer, but it doesn't put the human element back into it. And I think we need that human contact. So if you do that, you'll make that person who has the human element skills more effective at their job. The less time they have to spend on that computer punching keys in order to get somebody checked into a guest room, and the more time they can spend with actually interacting with that guest, the better. And in fact, if you just go back to how the hotel business is run in five-star hotels in Asia, for many years, for 30 years plus, when your key customers come from the airport in that in that airport limo that's coming that was sent for them and they come to the hotel they haven't gone through the front desk for years they meet a guest service agent who takes them up to the room gets them checked in gets all the stuff taken care of and does it in a personalized basis so this is not something new that we've never done before uh, it's something that's been very effective in five star service in other parts of the world and it could be done in any level of hotel today as a result of the technology that's being brought in The less time you spend looking at the screen, the more time you spend talking to the customer, the better off you are. So technology is not only an opportunity to become more efficient, but potentially the right technology could almost make hospitality experiences more human. Well, I think so. I mean, there's always, there's a fear and there's some legitimacy to the fear that certain jobs will be eliminated in, in terms of the operation. People who are there, the union employee, the person who's been there for a long time and the commitment that they've made. But my experience just working in a hotel that I've been working in right now, that's not true. The people that work in those jobs with the personalities that they have in those jobs, refocusing them into being more focused in terms of what they interact with the customer will only make things better. And it'll give them more opportunities in their career if we approach that from the beginning. If we approach it from the standpoint that we have to eliminate jobs because we want to save money, that's not humanization. So I think that's the key element as to what's the motivation behind it. What would your advice be to that individual hospitality provider on how they should develop skills to prepare for what's ahead? Don't be afraid of it. And don't look at it as, as a shortcut. Look at it as a tool to help you be more effective 
in what you do. If you want to know how to do a role better, ask for how to do it. Now, you may not want to do it the way that it says, and that's okay. There, there could be another way to go about it. But I think you have to keep a you have to keep an open mind that when I started in hotels, we had an automated front desk at my first hotel I was in. That wasn't the norm. Most of them had a rack. And so whenever the power went out, they had a rack to be to base things on. I never worked in a hotel with a rack in my career. You know, I always worked in one that had computers and we had backup systems, whatever they may be for something like that. If you know the basics and you know what you needed to know from that aspect of it, then you know what you can give to a, a technology to be more efficient at so that you can do a better job in terms of relating to the customer. And I think that means too, that when you think about what you're studying in, in you're talking about a university student out there who's studying in the field, that you need to study the things that relate to how you relate to the customer. You know, all the things that relate to how to run a PMS system are good and they're going to help you get a start. But that's not the tool that's going to differentiate you from anyone else. You know, that's the tool that could go away and eliminate your job if that's what your technology, if that's what your expertise is. You've got to be able to relate it to the human aspect element. And I don't mean just the customer. I'm also talking about your fellow employees and the people that you work with. You've got to always work with that as element of things, know how that operates. Technology automation, artificial intelligence, these are just going to drive us to a higher level of being able to deliver the service that people want. It's going to bring in more things, more opportunities, and just to have positive future attitudes towards things. I think that's such a key element. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 